Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs, or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. A natural disaster off the charts. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. This earthquake, although perhaps many minor incidents, is going to be extensive. It just felt like a uh, something hit the side of the house, and then it just started rolling and got stronger and stronger, and the house started shaking back and forth. We're going to be talking about the 25th anniversary of the Northridge earthquake. Ooh. So it's been 25 years. It's also uh, next week is the one year anniversary of Ghost Town podcast. Of what you're listening to right now, yes. you're like, "What's Ghost Town?" This, <laughs> this, yeah, it's, this. It's, it's, it's not something you're like. Oh, I thought this was a good. You're like, I don't know. I'm just listening on to all my podcasts, and I'm just hear new voices. Yeah, no, this is mm-hmm. it's been a year. Uh, it's been a goddamn done, year. We did it, and we all. Oh, you mentioned that maybe. If you want to message us on Instagram at Ghost Town Pod, mm-hmm. if you have uh, want to talk about some of your favorite episodes you like from us, maybe or some least thing, favorites, least we don't favorites, care. we don't care because when and I think we'll talk a little bit more about this. But when the podcast started, we you know we had growing. We we're just kids. We were just kids. Like I wasn't <laughs> even fifty yet. I know. I still had baby teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I still do, but whatever. That's why we do podcasts. Yeah. And you know we we I think we didn't want we felt like it was greedy to make it too long. Yeah. So they were very short, and that's they were. some of the biggest complaints is how short it was. Yes. Especially since we do a lot of front loading of uh, personal related yeah. stuff, which people still complain about. Which I love to talk about. Yeah. I guess we should just do bonus episodes where I talk about my dating life. People yeah. don't like me swearing my dating life, my voice, my body, <laughs> my livelihood, my life, and your mind. In my mind. Yeah. But Jason's, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, whatever. <laughs> sure. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about the Northwich earthquake, mm-hmm. and we're going to have, uh, this is going to be one of the first times I think we're going to, I'm going to have my wife, Michelle, a rare discuss appearance. a rare appearance. She's been mentioned. She lived through the Northridge earthquake. Mm-hmm. Her family lives in Northridge. This is only her 57th interesting story. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if we're she, rating her interesting stories of her life. Yeah. This is... 
It's not 100. It's top 70. Yeah. <laughs> it's top 70. But she grew up in, for the most part, in L.A., and, uh, you know, she's been kind of relatively ingrained in Los Angeles culture mm-hmm. and somewhat of a celebrity, and and her fa- her mother and grand- uh, grandparents on her mother's side, and, mm-hmm. and she, you know, she grew up in the Valley. She grew up in that... Classic. Uh, yeah, Granada Valley. Hills, Northridge, but she was mm-hmm. you know living in Northridge, and her her mother and grandparents still live in that area. So I I was vaguely familiar. Like the movie mm-hmm. The Karate Kid was about as close as I got to like that area. Yeah. So I, over the last couple of years, I really got to know that area, and of course, you know, the Northridge earthquake is something that we've you know you I heard I heard about it. I mean, mm-hmm. I was just sort of out of high school, maybe mm-hmm. a little longer, whatever. Whatever. Uh, and, you know, but to us, uh, I feel like, did, was earthquake something that for you was just like, oh, I, uh, we, I felt an earthquake when you were living in, in Wisconsin? No. We, Not at all. We didn't like, have anything close. We had hurricanes? Yeah, we, you know, that was stuff? kind of more hurricanes was a little yeah. more on, on the, you know, hitting the, you know, hitting, Floods, that, hitting that coasts. Yeah. Um, Thunderstorms. Cigarette shortages probably, yeah, right? definitely. Cigarette machine <laughs> shortages. shortages uh, yeah, of, uh, uh, above 89 was brutal. One time the Blatt's Brewery shut down for like a second and <laughs> yeah. people died. Yeah. Yeah, it was really tough for us. Well, we had serial killers too. Yes, yeah, so, so that, no, yeah, you had, a lot of different things. You had it work itself out. Yeah. But I never, and have you been in, like, have yes. you felt one? I felt two earthquakes. One of them, I was, I had just moved to LA and I was working at my uncle's law office. He was like doing me a favor where I would go there in my pajamas around like 8 a.m. And I was like, yeah, I looked like I was still in bed yeah. at work. Um, and he wasn't there. He was, he's a, uh, is, is an attorney and he, he's a public defender. So he was like bouncing around courts and doing I would good work. send him, yeah. yeah, I would like send him to different courts and like make sure he knew what case he was. But you were the doing. face of the company. At that yeah, point. I was disgusting. Um, but I was in the office and it was just me and these like other like really old Jewish guys. And it was like three old Jewish guys and me. And I'd never left the office cause I looked like shit. And then there was an earthquake and it was like, like it, it went on for so long. Cause I had, I think like I understood what earthquakes kind of were like, but I didn't understand how scary they were. This is a nice building in Beverly Hills and it was shaking like it was made of fucking plexiglass and particle yeah. You're like, board. nothing bad can happen in Beverly Hills. No, I'm like, what? Over yeah. the Obagi building? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. So I like left and I was in my pajamas and there were these like three guys in suits and they were like looking at me and I was looking at them and I was like, you're not judging me right now because we just almost died together, right? Yeah. We I never got an answer. Something. Yeah. But then I had one in my apartment one time. I, you know, there's a lot of things where, like, on if you notice on Facebook, like, did you? Feel, I was like, and I feel like some people, I was like, did you really feel an earthquake? Or you just want to mm-hmm. chime in. Why also is it important to talk about it on Facebook? Yeah. So what if there was one? Are people going to be like, yeah? And you'll be like, yeah. I think there's a lot of earth, you know, because I'm not like super familiar. I'm just from the research I've been doing mm-hmm. about the relevance of earthquakes in comparison to the Northridge earthquake. There's earthquakes happening all the time that we don't feel, or mm-hmm. some people feel and some people don't. It just, you know, the magnitudes uh, mm-hmm. change. But I, I, the one real one that I felt was working at the E channel. Oh. And it was a pretty, like, I was like, oh, this is it. Like, things are falling. And I remember, like, people like my boss, like, who's pretty terrifying. Uh, I mean, she got under my, I think she got under my desk because my desk is right outside hers. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I didn't, not because I was, like, so tough, but I was just like, 
You don't. You can't register it. You're like, huh? yeah. I'm just like, uh, mm, do I need to jump on top of somebody to be yeah. like a hero? So that is uh, the only time I really felt when I was like, wow, this is how noble pretty, though. That, that you was, thought you needed to jump on top of somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm always ready just to jump on top of somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> to to protect them from I, I don't know what like each Hollywood story wow, binders exactly. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all there was. Some because so much. It was like Jesus, you know, those are sharp. Though. Over ten years ago, so yeah. there was like a ton of binders like all falling <laughs> like out of the place. If you got stabbed by one, you could bleed out. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, mentioned that somebody didn't know a podcast they're listening to. So, mm-hmm. only, and this is not getting paid for this. Wish we were. Mm-hmm. Also, they don't need the publicity at all. They mm-hmm. don't do not need the publicity. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Michelle turned me on to a podcast, and the only reason I'm mentioning this one is because we talk about LA a lot. Yeah, and we're going to be, you know, obviously talking in this episode about the uh, the greater LA area. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to live and die in LA, mm-hmm. which I've mentioned to you, you have. I'm gonna listen to it after we're done with this. Yeah, because I because I see Rebecca. Podcast. I see Rebecca. Uh, Jason I've, and I have been working together. We've been working together. I've this been is working. New. I've been working. Aside from our creative work, right, which is what you're listening to. Yeah, yeah we the money work. The, the <laughs> work. work that is actually lucrative, which is far yeah. more lucrative at this point, maybe for Jason. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm making like I'm making like CEO money. I think <laughs> I, I feel like because they just don't know what yeah. to pay me. So I'm a producer on this television show called Brain Games, which yeah. is out December first. Yeah, um, you might see me on it. Yeah, if, you will. Yeah, um, maybe wait, a couple have times. I showed you that segment yet? The uh, the uh, one with uh, what's his name? Yeah, what's uh, CH? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I saw Michael. You'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to show that to you. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm Michael showed it to me. Oh yeah. He yeah. Did. He okay. showed it to me. Um. Anyway, I have the privilege of bringing in people uh, that I know because it's a lot of comedy for the people that we need. It's a lot of um, like stand-ins and game playing, and it's better if you have people that you like and are funny yeah. and fun and engaging, which our casting company is not very good at. So I've been there for like the last mm-hmm. on and off, like since. I mean, the first time was, was the end of May, and yeah. up until I mean, I guess into into next week. Yeah, at some we'll point, be back it's been super fun. Yeah, so I've been in full. I've been it's snacks, plenty. plenty of snacks, but I'm on that kind of that keto thing, so like I don't yeah. eat as my bring my own snacks, but I will eat the food. Food when it's catered. yeah, the food it's, is good. good. We have we had a good, good, we had good steak today. Yeah, which <laughs> you can get you can get the the protein. Yeah. Meal. Oh yeah, the protein. But, but if the snacks are usually just completely garbage. Yeah, today. that's when I come in. Yeah, that's when I start consuming. You do clean up. Yeah. Uh, but this podcast is one I was listening while we were working. Good. Um, well, God, I say we need to listen to this podcast. Yeah. I want to, oh God. It's so, we had them in for like a day, right? Like we paid them for the day, <laughs> but they were only here for like three hours, everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a sweet gig. It's a sweet gig. Anyway. So to live and die in LA, pretty interesting. I mean, it's a little, you know, people, I see people kind of complaining about the exploitativeness or the sensationalism, and I get that, but because it takes place in LA and mm-hmm. it involves this, at least the first season involves uh, the world of uh, actors or like struggling mm-hmm. actors and relationships. And uh, I, I'm not going to give it anything away, but uh, the location, and we talk about locations on here, mm-hmm. you'd be like, is this relevant? Sort of. Uh, the location of where this podcast takes off, mm-hmm. uh, I've walked past 2,000 times in my life. Damn. So the chances of like, crossing paths with one or more of these people, highly likely, yes, in some way, shape, or form. So that makes it, and plus it's just very well done, uh, and I think they're coming out with season two, but to live and die in LA, super fun. So your second favorite podcast besides this one, everybody that's listening, is to live and die in LA. First one. Also, uh, to to live and live in LA is my first favorite one. Yeah, I like to live and live, yeah. It's for people that are like getting by just fine. I want to read a... Instagram 
message because uh, we got one and it was positive. <laughs> uh, let me just switch to Ghost Town Pod on Instagram.com. Uh-huh. This one is from J O E R C 123. You have to check out the Santa Maria Inn in Santa Maria and the Whaley House in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, I still live in San Diego. House, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super uh, haunted, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I live in, maybe we can do a live show down there, do yeah, some stand up. There's so much haunted. I don't know why. Why is there so much haunted stuff in San Diego? A lot of missions. A lot of, oh, it's an old city, settled missions, and it's yeah. kind of close to Mexico. So, you know, it's a, okay. a good, good little, good little epicenter. Um, for that so that was thank you yeah. thank you for a positive comment we'll yeah. take all comments though yeah like we don't and, discriminate and uh we're gonna get into the episode uh not before we talk about patreon.com slash ghost town pod mm. two bonus episodes a month and uh, for the for the 25 dollar level we will talk about whatever your, your we'll website show up your, at your door yeah do you that's want $30 that's 30 dollars <laughs> that's 30 okay yeah but it's a great way to listen if a podcast of uh, not say our caliber, but of our listens, said hey for twenty five dollars you can promote something on here. Yeah. You know, within reason. Uh, we'll wear whatever you tell us to wear. Wear, yeah. But no, maybe they just want to talk about they have a podcast and they want it mentioned on here. You want someone's car keyed? No, we'll do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Why is it crime? <laughs> you only do crime for a very low amount of money. Yeah, I am in. That's I'm how loyal about, I feel. I'm talking about mentioning a podcast and you're mm-hmm. just like. Just like people go missing all the time. That's how it happens, I guess. You're just ready. You get a double ride to LAX <laughs> yeah. at any time of night or day. Just to see it. We go there, we come back, we go back there. Yeah. And you make your flight. Yeah. So uh, patreon.com slash ghost town pod. And there's mm-hmm. tons of bonus episodes just waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, it's ripening. This is perfect. Aging. You know, we're hitting our year anniversary. Maybe you want to catch up on those. What do you call them? Those episodes? <laughs> I call them bonies. Yep, which is. Get your bonies. <laughs> your bonies are. They're piling up. You don't want to let those bonies pile, people. <laughs> don't do it. I wouldn't. Yeah. And you shouldn't either. And there's some really, uh, some honestly, some of my favorite ones are on there. <laughs> I, I know. They are so, dare I say, zany. Yeah, they're they're really they're, fun. Yeah. There's some haunted. There are definitely some dark yeah. ones, but they're usually. <laughs> I also want to say that everyone, so everyone in my work, which is your work too, yeah. has listened to the podcast, but they all have only listened to the Canadian bus one. Yeah. <laughs> darkest one i mean that one is really yeah it's really it's our darkest why aren't they all going to apple podcast and rating it five stars and they leaving should. a review like everyone should because you know what our even though we've gotten some really good positive reviews and we've gotten more reviews we're at 3.8 out of 5 3.8 you know that's not right yeah come on but here's the problem is i think Do when let people, your conscience be your guide if pe- some people are give like middle of the road things but only give it one star mm. so there's only one or five stars yeah. generally it's like either if you Polarizing. if i don't love it and if it's only okay, it only gets one star, mm-hmm. which is really kind of like not a fair, but people, let people can do what they want. So if you yeah. don't mind going to Apple podcast, rating it, rate with your heart yeah. or with five stars and leave a comment. It'd be very helpful for us. I would us. do anything. <laughs> to your car. I do anything. <laughs> well, I will launder some money. Yeah. You need someone gone. <laughs> They'll be gone. That's even five less stars. than the $25. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's talk about. The Northridge earthquake. Okay. Okay, we're going to go back 25 years, Ugh. which, I mean, it's, I, I feel like, like, 
what has happened in in LA 20 you know 25 years ago 2 years previous to that with the LA riots yeah it was uh, a really charged time it was a really tough time like yeah mm-hmm. the early 90s you know think about new, you know even New York was like starting to kind of clean up with a lot yeah. of growing pains it's true but we are going to go it's true to- and natural disaster like you think like we talk about things that precipitate events like the riots for example like um race relations uh Rodney King, with something like an earthquake, it's just like, no, guess what? It just happened. It's indiscriminate. You yeah. Know, every, it, everyone's involved and, 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 you know, people realize that, like, when it comes to this, it doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have mm-hmm. or who you are or what you've done, you know, you could be uh, affected Absolutely. one way or another. You know, you can have... Uh, you can have like a very meager living situation or like a, a really lavish one. Mm-hmm. The, the the mother nature uh, does not discriminate. Mm-mm. But uh, at 4.31 a.m. January 17th, 1994, 6.7 mag quake, short for magnitude. I'm already wow. getting, I'm already doing the lingo. Yeah, you are. You're already an uh, earthquakeologist? A, a size... Geographically... A size... Ma- Seismographically, uh, plate tectonically, acclimated. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, but we, I say mag because, um, yeah, lingo. Mm-hmm. So it hit the San Fernando Valley. So that would be the, you know, the valley at large. Um, and the reason they call it the Northridge earthquake is that seems to be like the epicenter. That's where it was like, seemed like that was the center of it. Although mm-hmm. it affected not just Northridge. Yeah. I mean, you had. You know, San Bernardino County, you had LA County, you had, uh, you know, Simi Valley, you had all the valleys and uh, mm. LA at large was was affected by this one way or another. Whether you live there or not, doesn't yeah. matter because the, not only was it the earthquake, it was the aftershocks, which is really, I think, what, from what I, from what I, what I gather is what's really problematic. So mm. it's like, you know, the earthquake could be one second. Yeah. You could have six months of aftershocks, which um, is not good. Yeah. You don't want, I know it sounds like really cool. And, you know, like super. Yeah. Like, I just drank some aftershock. Exactly. You're by like, axe. After, <laughs> I had some aftershock at recess. Oh, uh, so uh, there's been a little um, different reporting on the amount of deaths. I've seen uh, 57, 58, 59. Enough. Too mm-hmm. many. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, way too many. Uh, and damage um, 20 billion up all, after all said and done. Wow. You know, to kind of. To, to rebuild that, you know, I was in New Orleans and I think about like, Hurricane Katrina and mm-hmm. like that, how they, I mean, LA recovered really well. I know, it's, I mean, I'm not trying to compare the two, but, and I feel like New Orleans didn't, you know, they made, mm-hmm. you know, LA is just, you know, really well funded and, and, oh, and, and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, production and, uh, what, what, you know, has all yeah, those things exactly. here. And it's, that's, that's sad, but it's true. And so, um, it occurred on a federal holiday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, in early morning. Like, so people are home in bed, which they're saying is good in reducing casualties, less people mm-hmm. on the roads, less people at work, mm-hmm. more people in homes and less people like moving is, is better for that. And, uh, when, uh, my wife will, um, chime in about her experience, which, uh, was mentioned in our live episode, Remember we Touched That's on right. that a little bit. Little, yeah, touched on it. That's uh, right. As my dad's college friend was sleeping. Yes. I think yes. we uh, we, we, we kind of discussed yeah. that. Um, <laughs> and then they, uh, in 1971, uh, the Silmar earthquake happened and they did some reinforcements, you know, mm-hmm. to prepare for that. So that helped a little bit. Um, when they talk about property damage, the estimation, I said 20, 
between 13 and 50 billion, equivalent today, 22 to 85 billion. Wow. Can you the, imagine? I mean, I do think like what you said before, LA is really resilient and, yeah. and for whatever reason, I mean, yeah. has weathered so much yeah. and has bounced back. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, and uh, that, and it's like, you know, it's like, it's uh, such a big city with a lot of power and influence yeah. and uh, uh, I'm sure government has something to do in it, but it makes it, you know, places like New Orleans, mm-hmm. you know, super resilient people, but you know, the, to get everything up to like a hundred percent of what it was is just has not happened yet. Yeah. As far as I can see. Uh, so yeah. injured more than 9,000, um, wow. displaced 125,000 re- residents, including my wife and her family. Where did they go? They went, I think they stayed in a, again, this is going to come in the interview part, mm-hmm. but I believe they stayed in a hotel for a while. Mm-hmm. If that changes, uh, you know, during the interview, probably that, I, that's what I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's an interesting story how she, um, if she was where she was normally going to be, she, we wouldn't be married right now. And I'd be single. I'd be just swiping on Tinder like whoa, crazy whoa. right now. I'd be on this podcast like, yo, what's up ladies? Let's not get mixed feelings no, about yeah. the course of history. Yeah. Everybody. I think I said that in the live show too. I was just like, <laughs> you I just was like, listen, no, I think we were all like, no, yeah, no, that's not, <laughs> thank God you didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it all worked out for me, but now I got this sweet temporary job. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It's, you know, know. Who's who the knows? boss? Not me. I'm not the boss. Uh, in LA, Ventura, Orange, San Bernardino, all, mm-hmm. all affected because even if, you know, even if you're not living there, you know people there. You're yeah. commuting. You you have a job there. You uh, you know uh, Cal State Northridge campus was wrecked. Mm-hmm. So um, and it wasn't kind of like oh cool school's out. It's like no. It's like, like no. It's Who's bad. dead in here? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad. Um, so right after the initial the initial shock, uh, there was a five point nine, which is only slightly less as an aftershock. Jesus, that was the a slight. Does less that even th- count as an aftershock? It's just another no, earthquake. It, yeah, uh, I guess. When the first, yeah, when when the fault line, you know, kind of whatever Mm -hmm. shift and open, um, that's like the, the initial, and there was tons of, of aftershocks. uh, That's another thing that's really scary about earthquakes where it's like, no, it's not done. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not done yet. No, it's not done. Are you still alive? (sighs) It's crazy. Uh, and then they were going on for months. Um, a lot of them were, though, really small, so you didn't notice them, but they, they were there. That's how powerful it was. Um, Hollywood was affected, you know, episodes of Seinfeld no. what? put on hold. Uh, what? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like a bunch of TV shows and movies they had put on hold. Uh, Universal Studios, Studios Hollywood at the time had an earthquake attraction. <laughs> Jesus, of course they did. Uh, from the, based on the movie Earthquake. So they were oh. like, let's, uh, let's not do it. We're done. We're, not doing we're done it. here. We're, uh, we're going to hang in the hat on this one. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk, so with that information, also the photos uh, of, you know, I've watched like uh, photos of, of retrospectives. The photos are like chilling. They're so, like you could, like it almost is like just a bunch of art installations. Cars just chopped in half. Jesus. Things just popping out of other things. Like it honestly, it looks like, like an art installation. That's how, uh, how fragile everything is and mm-hmm. how devastating it is. Uh, just to give you... And the big um, one is on its way. I keep well, thinking about that too as you're talking yeah, about that. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's something that I have... Uh, oh, uh, boy. It's gonna, so I want to put a little bit of this into context. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the biggest one, it's not the big one, 
You're talking about the big one. Yeah, I'm talking about the big one that's on its way. The, the, like the rapture of Earth One Lights. of the original big ones mm-hmm. uh, is, and this is a little confusing, and I'll say why. So March 27th, 1960, uh, 1964, a 9.2 mag mm-hmm. earthquake uh, 78 miles east of Anchorage, Alaska, and that's the most powerful earthquake to hit North America and the second largest earthquake ever measured. Wow. Yeah, so to give you, give you an idea. So uh, to give you an idea of just like, and here's the thing. So the class, there's a class in the magnitude, just to yeah. put some perspective. Class, the, this is great, not a g- good word to use. Great is an eight or more. Yeah. Um, major, seven to 7.9. Strong, six to 6.9. Moderate, five to 5.9. So this Northridge one is only strong. Wow. It's a third, it's like three tiers down. And when you look at, look at photos and we'll put some yeah. on our Instagram, it, you'll be like, uh, how could it be? How could it be worse? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it can be. Light is four, four point nine. Minor three, three point nine. So you want to talk about the big one? Yeah, I do. I want to know what should I do? How Guess I how prepare? many times bigger uh, the big one is supposed to be compared to Northridge? How many times? Three times. Forty-four. <laughs> Forty-four. Now, no, mathematically, I don't understand because that's supposed to be an eight. That's, that's just like to be, we all just like become dust. It's like yeah. a black hole earthquake. Where yeah, there's like, no. Everyone's done. There's no. That's uh, that is comforting though because the suffering, uh, like the aftermath of a lot of this stuff, is really the devastating part. So yeah. it's just like we're all done, and at least make it go quick. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, let's hope. Yeah. But that's crazy. Forty four. And that would. And I. I don't know how because it's that big one is seven point eight or higher. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's about one, like you know what I mean, like one magnitude what higher. What is that than, called? What is that classified as? Well, just this like thing is that's above major, but this other one was nine point two, so it still wouldn't be the biggest one. But I think it's because where it hit. Uh huh. Helicopters. Yeah, helicopters. It's like, are we already? Yeah, in, it's already happening. It's already. It's like already pictures falling down. I, there's always my car is in half, but that's for different reasons altogether. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that nothing to do with it, yeah. what. Uh, you're making it work though. Mm-hmm. So I don't really. I think maybe because of where it would hit, because you know, off the coast of Anchorage is different than off the coast of you know, Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, you, the direction, you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, inland. So. Uh, and that would be striking along the southern San Andreas Fault. Mm-hmm. So that movie, San Andreas, which I did not see, I don't that think. That documentary? Uh, yeah, the one The Rock kind of documented yeah. for us. <laughs> um, where he just like, I think he just arm, he just arm curls buildings from the helicopter. Yeah, um, right? Yeah, I think that's what he does. Exactly. He just uh, takes whole communities on different like giant um, platforms yeah. of earth and, and he takes them and he moves them. Yeah. So, with his hands. Yeah, it's easy. his feet. <laughs> Um, so, so I guess big quakes like this occur big on the quake s- hunter big, on the <laughs> Is southern that our new podcast, big quake hunter. <laughs> we We're looking hunt, for them. We go hunt big quakes. Yeah. We do a whole like a limited series. Very podcast. limited because <laughs> we don't ever find any. <laughs> we can only do major quakes. Yeah. Or good. Yeah. What's the other classification? It's like minor, minor light, moderate, strong, major. Yeah. We do minors and lights. Yeah. Every once in a while we do a major. Yeah. Um, well, that major one, I don't think we, that's 7.9. 7. That's yeah, give you the numbers. Uh, I'm still not understanding so, the magnitude. Uh, it, they are said to occur on the southern San Andreas uh, fault line every 45 to 230 years. So every 45 to 230 years, 
big quake. Uh-huh. And the last one was 161 years ago. Oh, so like that's too close. We're due, I guess. We're we're due. How often do you think about this? Uh I mean before you did research on this episode. Not not very I don't think very, about this yeah, at all. Yeah. Um so But do you think we'll have the technology to see it coming? I mean, maybe, but would, would, and then do what about it? And then go somewhere else. Oh, leave, yeah. evacuate, mass mass exodus. Yeah, yeah. I think we might. That's why I feel like our one saving grace that we. Unless I have an audition, warning. then I'm like, I'm showing up. Yeah, you're like, I will be in Santa Monica <laughs> at 4 p.m. Yeah, I don't care where the coming traffic. from Atwater. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will be. I there. want to sell Clorox. <laughs> yeah, please. I, I, these stains won't come out. <laughs> and like, oh, this the world behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking falling. Up. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, can you do it again with like a Russian accent? <laughs> and I was like, well, speaking of Russian accents, <laughs> yeah. uh, Michelle, uh, her family is from Russia. Her mm-hmm. mother and father from Russia, grandparents, Russia, all speak <coughs> Russian. Um, Michelle uh, speaks Russian. Mm-hmm. She is going to give uh, a firsthand account. Not in Russian. Not in Russian. In in Los Angeles, <laughs> yeah, in LA, right. in, that's right. She has a mix between a Canadian, <laughs> so a mix between like a Valley accent and a Canadian uh-huh. accent. She was born in Canada, yeah. So she's kind of a mix between those, and I always make fun of her because my mm-hmm. the way I speak is perfect <laughs> oh, yeah. and and very really? like mm, appealing. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, interesting. It's yeah, it's weird. So yeah. uh, we're going to hear from Michelle, but before that. Uh, how about a little break? How about it? Yeah, let's take a little break. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Okay, so start with the night of the earthquake. Well, I was at home, but I was supposed to be at a birthday party. And at the very last minute, they moved the birthday party one night up. Um, So it's interesting. The entire fireplace where we were sleeping collapsed the very next day. So if we had all been at that sleepover, we probably would have been dead. Um, because her house ended up being uh, not condemned, but one step above condemned, where they had to move out for two years, and the roof collapsed in that place. So I would have been dead. Uh, The night of the earthquake, my grandmother was actually in town from Canada, and she was on the other side of the house. We had a guest room, and about two hours before the earthquake, my brother woke up with, like, a very odd stomach ache. Uh... He wasn't really sick, but he like was sick enough to get up out of bed and wake up my grandma. And then, of course, the earthquake started. And he doesn't do you, your brother like what didn't do that. No, routinely. he wasn't like a sickly child. That right? So it wasn't like very common for him to do that. No. So maybe there was something. It was a weird serendipitous sort of thing where he got up in the middle of the night, went over to where my grandmother was staying and the earthquake happened about an hour and a half later. And when we went back to his room later, we noticed that the bookshelf that was facing his bed, probably about two, three feet away, 
it hadn't been, you know, uh, securely fastened to the wall like they'll tell you to do now, um, you know, for earthquake safety, mm-hmm. but it jumped basically off of its platform and onto my brother's bed. So, you know, he would have been um, right. severely hurt, too, because he was only like probably seven years old at the time. So, yeah, so we had a couple weird twists of fate where if we would have been where we were supposed to be, we'd have been dead. Yeah. And we would be having this conversation right now. No. I'd be, like I said, I'd be single and just swiping swiping left, swiping right, (laughs) like like crazy, I guess. Uh, So what was, uh, I guess, what was, what was the condition of where you were staying um, after the earthquake? Well, you know, the earthquake happened and... Well, first and foremost, we had like a house in Northridge, literally above the epicenter of the earthquake. And it was a nice like ranch style home. You know, we had a pool. Everything was was bungalow style. No upstairs, no downstairs. But I remember my mom uh, yelling at me from my bedroom. And I loved to sleep as a kid. Like you could not get me up before 1 p.m. So I thought she was just harassing me. And of course, she wasn't. The entire house was rumbling. I saw them in the doorway. I ran to the doorway. We left. Um, and the condition of the house was not as terrible as some Somebody, people yeah. that I knew. But we still had to do extensive repair. Like there was uh, our fireplace in the living room had part of the roof. And I'm not talking the roof had collapsed like you could see this moon and the stars, but part of it did collapse. Um, the pool cracked, all the water came out. Like, um, it was, uh, you know, we had to move for two years to have it repaired. And uh, I imagine you knew a lot of people that had similar situations or yeah, worse. Yeah, pretty much everybody in our area was affected uh, in some way or another. Most of us displaced. There was like... Not a lot of people I knew that didn't have, like, some sort of horrible damage to their house where they had to be living in either a rental or an apartment. Like, me and my brother shared a room. (laughs) Like, some very formative years for me. Mm. From the time I was probably 12 to 14, we shared a room in an apartment in Studio City because we didn't have anywhere else to go. And for the first, I don't know, like, four to five months, it was my stepdad, my aunt grandparents, my mom, my brother, and I staying in a one-bedroom condo in Hollywood. Because now, that's, that was what, you know, yeah. what was going on. Was there, uh, just kind of jump around, was there, uh, did people have insurance, earthquake insurance then? or they A lot of people did it, and yeah. FEMA came in, and, uh, you know, I think that was one of the first times that I remember hearing even what FEMA was. Right. Uh and it, it, it didn't do everybody as dirty as they have been <laughs> lately. Yeah. Uh, but we actually had earthquake insurance, surprisingly, which is why we were able to expedite what we were doing. But I knew people who were displaced for like four years. Uh, did you, uh, was there, uh, I mean, did you know anybody that personally or whatever that, you know, w- w- I guess worse than property damage? Like no, you know what? The, the really fortunate not fortunate, yeah. but one of the things about this natural disaster was that it happened in the middle of the night. Right. And even though freeways collapsed and there, like, there were parts of parking structures that had collapsed, there was an apartment building in Northridge that did have structural damage and some deaths. Yeah. But considering the magnitude of what happened right. and how many people are in that area, we were surprisingly lucky. Because if it happened at, you know, 5 p.m. on a Thursday. Yeah. Been, you Imagine know. all the people on the freeway at that point. Right. Like when, you know, part of the 118 collapses, that's like, 
fucking catastrophic. Now, did that affect school for you? Like, uh... yeah, I was in junior high, which like to to miss school was uh, my fucking pleasure, quite yeah, frankly. Right. Uh, but yeah, they turned our school, um, and I went to a small private school in the valley. But they turned our school basically into like I don't want to say refugee camp. That's that's hyperbole. Yeah, but. It was uh, no no regular classes, and it was somewhere for the kids to go while the parents were figuring out their shit and, like, where to put everybody and mm. what to do. And that was for two weeks. That was for two weeks where they just kind of drop you off and figure it out. And, um, yeah. Was it hard to tr- – what do you recall being – because, you know, I've just looked at a lot of, a lot of pictures, and, I mean, you know, like I said, it's, it's – uh, they almost look like art installations, like cars that are literally in half, bridges that are completely – disconnected buildings that are like essentially inverted like to look at it they just don't they just look like something like that were made that way but it's because the you know because of how intense it was sure i mean it's a very intense earthquake i didn't personally see any cars split in half or anything kind of the valley like geographically is very flat um the the bridges i think were mostly like from freeways and stuff like that uh the one thing i did see when we were driving away from our house because at that point, there were no cell phones, really. Uh, no, there weren't. There were no cell phones. I barely had a pager. Um, and so to get hold of people, like my step-grandparents, and, you know, we just had to get in the car and go. So what I do remember is that a couple blocks away, as we were driving away, I saw flames, um, and that's because a gas main exploded. So there was a literal fireball happening on that street. But, you know, the response to everything was pretty quick, all things considered. So... You know, it could have been much worse than it was for those people, but, you know. I mean, kind of on that, because, you know, now, you know, with uh, with Internet and being able to communicate and things like uh, uh, crowdfunding and GoFundMe, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you know, because now if you if there was somebody that, you know, really had it bad or whatever, you could kind of uh, like Mm -hmm. assemble in a way a lot quicker and get the information out. Uh, but you kind of answered that like you just like had to. Well, yeah, we got a we got in the car, and we just kind of made the rounds with our family. We like went to my aunt's apartment first. She was in Studio City, and you know, uh, fortunately, her apartment was okay. I actually remember that was like our second stop after the one bedroom condo. We traded places with her she let us because hers was a two-bedroom that was around the oj trial by the way um and you know after that we went to the grandparents and like we just had to make the rounds and i remember it was the only time that i've ever lived in los angeles where i ever actually saw the stars in the sky first time in my whole fucking life yeah i've never seen them since and i won't probably won't ever see them again (laughs) but they were there are there any do you recall any like particular buildings or structures that were like re- severely damaged and then either gone or fixed up just mm. in a kind of in a nothing so I, I know mean, cal like, i know the north cal state northridge you know had the a lot university of yeah. yeah i mean like you know i feel like a lot of people and a lot of like companies that had buildings like the northridge mall for instance mm. used the opportunity for minor or like kind of medium structural damage mm. to renovate and i think that's what csun did too like definitely there were like you know, windows and cracks everywhere. Um, but besides the apartment building and the freeways, I didn't really see anything like crazy chaotic. And they were so quick to take care of whatever was like visibly damaged, uh, either to like reduce it to rubble or to start construction. I don't think they wanted it to kind of linger. It was, 
kind of a scary, uh, you know, like a visual aftershock, if you will. Was there uh, kind of measures taken, like, we're going to do a lot more, we're going to, like, bump up the earthquake safety in school, or... I mean, what can you do, though? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You know, know. it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you just have to be prepared. And even in that instance where we were displaced and we couldn't return to our home, um, we didn't can we didn't like, get better at earthquake safety. Right. Like it's just one of those things. Although I will say, before our house got damaged in the earthquake, we had a very tragic, dusty rose, like like gray kind of eighties like nagel print setup, mm-hmm. and then we got bumped up to that nineties like overstuffed Laura Ashley setup. So okay. we won. So I know the aftershocks were, uh, there's a lot of them for, for, for months and that's usually the, the scare. I mean, from what I know, yeah, it's probably like the scariest part of an earthquake is the aftershocks. Like my brother and I were pretty young. Um, I was probably 12 years old. He was seven. They would, you know, the, the parents and the grandparents and everything for probably a couple weeks after the earthquake, um, everybody was just always out and we didn't have school. Like if they couldn't drop us off, then we were just like alone in this condo. And I don't know if you remember like on TV, nobody watches TV anymore, but TV, they had the emergency broadcast mm-hmm. system with that fucking terrifying beeping. Yeah. Um, and we were already terrified because the earth, the aftershocks would just come in waves. It was like the creepiest thing ever because you're sitting there trying to like get over what happened or just to enjoy yourself and all of a sudden the swaying happens and the swaying accompanied by like an emergency broadcast system thing is like the only thing scarier is the unsolved mystery song yeah it's just the scariest thing you can imagine and it just comes in waves over and over it's like relentless and you, it, because you don't know when it's gonna no. come and or for how long it yeah. will last and it doesn't matter what size earthquake you're in how many aftershocks mm. you experience i mean i'm la native like yeah. i've been through mm. tons of earthquakes you never get used to it and the mm. aftershocks are always going to be the scariest part of it because they can be big yeah you know if an earthquake is 6.5 those aftershocks can be 4.2 yeah it's nuts and how long do you think do they how long do you feel like they lasted God. to a point of you noticing you know time is like non-existent when these things happen like i thought the earthquake went on for five minutes and it went on for like 30 seconds the aftershocks come in waves so like they seem like they go on forever like and then like if it's a rumble then wherever you're at the house might sway yeah so it's like i mean like nobody wants to be in a swaying house that's fucking terrifying yeah and plus i mean you know there's you might have you know people might have a little bit of ptsd from for sure and we were like 12 and 7 years old and we're just clutching each other on the couch we're just trying to watch like i don't know i love lucy or whatever the hell is on yeah judge judy wasn't on then oh that's what you'd have been watching (laughs) yeah i know right well i'm glad you i'm glad you made it i'm glad you didn't go to the sleepover well (laughs) it, it remains to be seen Whoa. Whoa. Okay. So that Damn. was, yeah, I know. So she survived. Living, yeah. Like living through that. God, I was just fucking around in Wisconsin going to summer camps. What, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah. She's I, I was attempting refugee. college. I think I was beginning to attempt college then oh. for maybe the second. I was probably dropping out of college already <laughs> then being like, why, why do that? I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to be uh, really successful in, in mm-hmm. entertainment. So yeah. 25 years later. 
Boom. Chill. Doing a podcast. <laughs> Hi, hello. Well, hello. Yeah. Stealing snacks from exactly. the world. Taking your wife's story for yeah. your own profit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, she actually, uh, I had to talk her out of it. She's like, can I do it in AS- ASMR? Oh, really? Yeah. She was just going to be like, snip, snip, yeah, snip. Yeah, yeah. She's like, shh, shh, shh. Oh, some. She should have. She should have. I talked her out of it. Yeah. That would have to that be would like, a- that would, that's Patreon. That's, yeah, that's Patreon uh, yeah. stuff. But I, I don't want to end this uh, on, uh, you know, like making jokes. About a tragedy. About, about uh, uh, a tragedy. So, um, <sighs> all right. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.